0: I don't want you to open up your your Bible, your notebook yet. I want to just ask a couple questions first as we start as we get into John 17. Sort of a basic question. So we're going to read about Jesus and him praying to the Father. So, question to start us out with is why do we pray, or why do you pray?
1: There's, oh, the,
2: there's the, uh, oh, there's there's the, the seat middle seat on seat. Yeah. the couch there. Oh, yeah. I was trying oh. to clean. You know what? I'm going to lean against the wall here. Better put right
0: my back. You want to sit here? Mm-hmm. I'm going to just lean. <laughs> cool. Everyone smells the food, I think. Yeah, I <laughs> just
3: <laughs> go around with the sushi <laughs> all over the couch. There's food in here. <laughs>
4: I, get oh, so you. Are you the I sleep on the floor, so. Okay, yeah. alright, okay.
3: So you guys keep an eye on him if he falls asleep. That's uh- <laughs> right. <laughs> now for sure, Tom can't go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: Alright. So teasing. Um, okay, so my question is why, I want you to really think about why do we pray? Um, and so Tom just gave the first answer, which was?
5: To know the mind of God. To know the mind of
0: God. Do you want to explain that at all, or do you just want to stay with that?
5: There's no right answer here, honestly, So well, I read uh, chapter 17, uh-huh. and it seems like Jesus was trying. He was communicating with his father. He wanted... Okay. He wanted I felt he wanted to know. He was praying, he was petitioning mm-hmm. God to pr- protect us, and make us know. You know, you gave these states to me. Mm-hmm. He, it sounds like he wants to know the mind of God. Oh, fuck
4: okay. that. Wow, that's good. Alright. Mm. I, I feel, okay. uh, I feel, uh, closer. To I okay. tell more, intimacy, mm-hmm.
0: more of a relationship thing going on between you and Christ. Yeah, very good. So, mind of God, but why do we pray? He tells Get us to. The, the, yeah, well, he tells us to. those good reasons. <laughs> pray um, ceaselessly. But I like that because that's what one of the aspects of prayer, right? I mean, what do we do with other people? What are we doing right here? We're talking, we're communicating, right? So, a prior part of communication that gets you to feel
4: closer to each and other. It seems to develop; it has its own. I, I, mean, I think it just creativity, t- you mm-hmm. know. It mm-hmm. has its own flow. Yeah. And yeah. you can develop that. It becomes, you know, as, as you get older and or mm. as the years go on. I, I sense that it gets bigger and bigger. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So I used to pray when I was young because I had to in the Catholic Church, and then I prayed because um, I wanted to balance out all the bad things I was doing, and I pray today because I want a relationship. I pray because I'm build right. building my relationship with Him. I don't pray for so much for me anymore. I start with others. I start with kind of talking to Him, help me build my faith. Like I said, it's just all about a relationship.
4: Okay. It's an act of humility. You're humbling yourself. Okay. You're realizing that you're not in you're not charge. You're asking. You're going beyond your selfishness, although you can argue that humility is one step to wisdom, so opening
6: up your, your life to God who's truly in charge and when you're praying you're
4: kind of getting rid of all the distractions and it's a one-on-one conversation make yeah.
0: yeah well I like that you just by the very fact you're saying you're praying means you're acknowledging there's someone a, a higher authority that you can't do it all
7: or anything. yourself? Or anything. Yeah. Or anything. Yeah. I think the longer I... The longer I get, the more I find it is the absolute center of my life praying and that I consider it the most important thing that I do. And, um... And it's an all-day... As I've gotten older, it's been become an all-day, everyday thing. Because I... I'm alone most of the time because I'm working. And that relationship um, it has just become kind of a dialogue, although I probably am not so good on my side. But I do listen to answers. But sometimes it's just the absolute love of God, the love of Christ, the love of the Holy Spirit, just thanking him for everything.
1: I think to me the obvious is pray for forgiveness of your sins okay. and support through your tribulations, both yours and others. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. <clears throat> if you didn't, I mean, you had got to ask for forgiveness. You had not just expect it. That's your
2: I find myself uh, just praying for a healthy baby, like constantly. You you will be praying
0: that. That's yeah. all I care about. That's <laughs> all yeah. I don't yeah. like. Yeah, for the rest of your life. yeah. yeah everybody's yeah.
2: like, do you care if it's a boy or girl? Like, I just want it to be <laughs> it healthy. Stop. Yeah, because exactly. at my age, it's like, okay, <laughs> I want it to be healthy. Uh-huh. Like we had our first ultrasound today, and you know, my wife overshot it by a week, so we're like five weeks, no, two, no, days, weeks two days, not six weeks two days. The dog's like, uh, a black spot. That's it. They're <laughs> you know, like, oh, it's like the size of a peanut, like an almond maybe, you guy know, guy. it's right. tiny and there's no definition. And my wife's been like worried all day. And I go, God, babe. I go, babe, just pray. Just let it go. Let God do his work, you know? Yeah. Just let him do his work. Get out of his way. You know, quit worrying. Just pray. He just, it's like, it seems like with everything that he does with us lately, whether it's be the ranch or the baby, it just keeps, he makes it just hard enough, so we keep going to him, we keep just keeping that open line of communication open, it's like, I go, don't you see that Any, he just wants us to constantly keep going to him, constantly keep asking him for help, and you know, just let him do his work, and she's like, yeah, I totally see that, you know, that makes total sense, because eventually it, everything works out, You know, just you got, but you got to keep your eyes on him. You got to keep the open line of communication going. And he gives you peace in the process. As soon as you open up that line of communication, you just feel this, you know, go through. You're like, okay, you can't, you can't ask any higher power more than, more powerful than him for help. So what you've done is you've just emptied, you've, you know, completely surrendered. And that, that brings pause, that brings relief, that brings peace. You know? At least uh, to me it does.
0: It's interesting you say about praying for the baby because I actually having me recognize that it made me realize I started praying for my daughter a lot more than I ever had before. Right. For a long time at least. So it was just interesting because I yeah. noticed that I was praying for her much more regularly because of her brain being pregnant. Uh-huh. Um, it's a lot, too. Which was sort of like, okay, that was sort of convicting, too. Like, I need to really... That's beautiful. You
1: know, if you're allowed, be in the delivery when it happens. That's an experience. Yeah, you do the one. never forget.
0: Yeah. i got to catch my Reading. daughter in my hands. Did in you? the hands, literally. Yeah. Like, i just got to go like Shot this. Shot across the room like yeah, <laughs> no, just... I was right there.
6: That's <laughs> like, awesome. Hello, <"Come> on, babe. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, so i, I
4: got like to literally catch it I, in my my hands. I went up to... Uh, World Vision. Uh huh. And World Vision. We'll find room for you. Come on in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure you will.
8: Right I
4: could hear Here your voice south. from down the street, dude. <laughs> We We can just grab. So. Yeah. yeah, Just,
2: just drive fair. that truck up the stairs and park right there. Man. Yeah, I know. I think it'll fare. I right? oh, yeah. right?
1: can see where the bag is. I'll go back can You can sit in this park. seat. I can I'll sit next right. to
0: the river.
2: We're good. I think we're, yeah.
6: Plenty of room on Welcome. How are you guys doing?
0: What's your name? I know Jordan.
6: Jordan. Jordan. There's just as much traffic Thursday night as there is Sunday morning. <laughs> Tuesday <laughs> or Tuesday night. Yeah. Tuesday
0: night. Yeah. Glad you're here, Jordan.
6: Yeah, we're right. asking the question because we're gonna get into John
0: seventeen. We're asking the question, why do we pray? Um, so that's sort of the question I just sort of threw out before we get to John seventeen. Yeah.
5: Hey first and foremost, it's giving thanks.
0: Okay. Give thanks, yeah.
7: Thanks and praise.
4: Mm-hmm. Exactly. I went up to uh, World Vision mm-hmm. in like the late 60s, and uh, it was it was all about prayer. Was that Lake Arrowhead? Or no, it was up like Pasadena. Oh, okay. They had a, I don't know where their headquarters are yeah. now, but there must have been 100 people up there. And it was just a, a prayer thing for like eight hours. And we kind of broke up in groups. There were chairs and couches. And the guy just went, you know, we'll, we'll start with this subject. And then we went to another thing. And then we went to another thing. Over a period of time, you can get up, walk outside, go have a drink of water, come back to where you're praying. And it, it, like at the end of the day, you could just feel the... The amount of people in that room doing that, you know, in a very, not real, um, what would you say, a religious way, mm-hmm. but just a, like a breathing way, just kind of a, and it was really cool. I mean, it was just, it was, you could feel the Holy Spirit, and everything was really me. Uh, yeah, that reminded really I me, mean, that's, yeah, you
0: bring up a good point, which is praying in community. Yeah. Um, probably the most, one of the number one life-changing experiences I've ever had is the year before 9-11. I went, um, and I actually got to go to the top of the towers. I actually got to go out to where, at uh, the top of this, um, very top of the building, you mm-hmm. can actually go out of the building at the very top, We have that huge antenna that you see now, that you saw at the bottom of the World Trade center. It's almost like a year to date I was there. And I went out there with a friend to Brooklyn Tabernacle Church that every Tuesday night, 2,000 people, every Tuesday night, 2,000 people come together to pray. Yeah. And it was oh. one of those life-changing experiences. I never wanted to raise my hands. I always felt like Ugh. you know, I just felt like, oh, this one's making me do this. And I went there and, oh my gosh, just change just like, wow.
5: <laughs> yeah, so well, I think know. the community asked me They even told us, go ahead and take
4: a nap. Relax and then pray. Mm. You know, just all these different. Um, all right, anybody else? Yeah, Eric. Right.
9: Um, <clears throat> I try and remember the Lord's Prayer, where especially the part that says, "Thy will be done," mm-hmm. because it's so easy for me to go into a checklist and go here and do this, and I need you to take care of that and this and that. But I think our job is to let go of that and really trust Him 100%. and let His will really be done. And in a book, that's my favorite book, um, I Am Sanctuary, the Benedictine monks treasure silence. <clears throat> and the reason they treasure silence is they say, it's the only way you can hear the small voice of God. And so I think there's a part of prayer where we shouldn't say anything. We should just be quiet and be in silence And receive and we're all about transmitting and we're not too good about receiving (laughs) we always got our thumb on the transmit button you know especially being a pilot so uh, I really I've been trying to practice that and what I've seen is is that it takes a little while to silence all of the distractions that are going in all the things that are going on in my life and all the things that I really think I should pray about but if God's truly in control, my trust should allow me to just be in silence and, and be able to dial down and just to listen specifically to hear His voice. And that's hard to do. Hey,
0: Jordan, by the way, if you want to grab some coffee, there's uh-huh. ten, 10 bucks. bucks. i grab some
1: if you to. like what Steve said about the Lord told us to pray. But I think we pray to glorify Him.
0: Oh, very good. Okay, that's good. Yeah, glorify Him. Uh, all right, so, some of you, at least I pretend that you did, read John 17 before you got here. Um, again, before you open your Bibles, I don't want you to do that yet. Um, I want you to tell me so, whether you read John 17 or not, or whether you read John 17 before, I want you to, th- to think about what did Jesus pray for in John 17, okay? And we'll just write it down so we can sort of look at that when we go through So, what did Jesus pray for? Again, without looking right <laughs> now, but people can go through it. But what did Jesus pray for in John 17?
2: So we talking about
0: what we pray for.
2: Yeah. His disciples.
0: Okay, all right, good. So, his disciples.
4: All right. Was it, was it joy for his disciples? Joy, okay, joy. Oh, for their protection. Protection? Right. For
7: their protection.
0: His word. The word. His word, all right. What's <clears> that
5: mean? He prayed for his word. What's that mean? Well,
0: just people. hang in there before we answer that. Hang okay. in there because we're going to look. Okay. Yeah, so what, he prayed what for, he for the word. He Jesus. prayed for the word for the disciples. Yeah, so, so we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll look. So that's good. Okay, his
1: word. Jesus prayed that God would glorify him as we would. Glorify oh. Jesus. Okay,
0: the okay, that the, the God would glorify God would glorify Jesus as what did you say? It
1: is, it's, I don't know. As we glorify
8: Jesus.
7: Okay. Okay. It's a little confusing, because, like, that we would be one with him as he is one with God.
0: Alright, okay, very good. Okay, that we would be one with him
9: as he is with Alright. So he was praying for all those who had accepted his message, too. I mean, the folks that were alive at that
0: time that had accepted, the believers. Right. So by disciples, he prayed for the current disciples. Right. Right? As well as the new followers. Oh, very good. As well as the new, new All
1: right. Unity.
0: Yes, very good. Unity. What
2: about the Holy Spirit? I'll
0: put that down.
4: Maybe fellowship? Fellowship, okay.
1: He prayed that God's love for him and his love for his people would transition into his people. He you know, the transition through all. Okay,
0: see, yeah, that's good. Say that again. So, that his.
1: God's love for Jesus and Jesus' love for. Yeah, alright. Wow, people.
0: okay. So God's, i us say the Father's, am I saying this right? Am I do this? Father's love for Jesus. And, is that right? Is that what you're
1: saying?
0: Yeah,
1: Jesus' love for the people. And Jesus, okay. And the people's
0: love of the people. Wow, okay. And Jesus' love for us and I'd say us with the people for each other. Yeah. Right. And that'd be his final
1: commandment. The likeness of him.
0: Yeah, okay. Good. All right. That's great. All right. It's interesting. You said, why do we pray? you said, what you read in John 17, you got out the idea that praying for the mind of God. So can I put that here? Is that it?
3: All right. He mentioned something, and I don't know if he's praying for or not, but I don't remember how it went, but it's 714, something about haters, about hate.
0: So what about the ones? So in John 17 or in... 17. So in 17. So something about... I, I have to cheat, but... Okay, no, all
1: right. I'll I just go down. Easy. Haters. <laughs> yeah. No
3: believers Right. I think that's what it was. I don't um, know. sure enough. All right.
7: Robert, do you have any thoughts? Do you
0: have any else? Okay. All right, this is good
3: coming together in 1721 would that be the same as unity right
0: yep. yeah okay okay so let's see um, so why don't you guys grab your uh, Jordan yes. that's yours um, it's like a journal um, so that you get to keep that um, does anybody need one um, you can use your Bibles too many. Mm-hmm. Yep, and there's a
8: pen. You
0: guys need a pen? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, good. You too. Oh, yeah, I didn't turn that off. So I, thank
8: you. Are <laughs> <Were>
0: you
7: freezing here? <laughs> a
0: little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Back to a little cold. So, like, Crack? (laughs) All right. Yes, sir.
9: If you take all of those collectively, uh, I believe that Jesus came for reconciliation and reconnection with his people. That was the whole purpose, was to reestablish the relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how can you have the relationship if you don't pray? (laughs)
0: All right, that's good. All
9: right. Okay, who would
0: like to read all of Seventeen? Just who feels like a good, long reader today, good voice, good, just... Who wants to read all... Yeah, Jason? Anyone
8: else? Jason. <laughs> All
0: right, and as he as he, as he reads this, I want you to think a little bit of what we asked here, which we'll look at in more detail. But also, just as we read this, this is, we're getting insight into something, you might just imagine what we're getting insight into, the Jesus himself praying to the Father. I mean, there's nowhere else we get a prayer like this. So we get like, you know, how we're supposed to pray, um, we get a little bit on Gift Garden Gethsemane, we get a little bit of what he says on the cross, but we don't get anything like this. We really are getting from Jesus an actual prayer to the Father. We don't we don't see that anywhere else. So
1: I have to keep in mind. Uh-huh. Where, where did he give this prayer? In he, where garden? Where, where was the prayer? Where this was
0: prayer was in the upper room. Okay. So everything we've been doing for, for thirteen through seventeen all of that is in one setting on a Thursday night probably in a room like this where all the apostles and other disciples are together in one room where he's told us everything in John 13 through 17, 13 through 16, and then he goes into prayer. And then we're going to see when this prayer ends, basically that's when he leaves and he's going to get arrested and, and go to the cross.
3: And you've mentioned the upper room. Um, before, and I, would, yes. I was one of the questions that we asked you. Where is the upper room? Well, they
0: don't really know for sure. Like, when I went to Israel, they take you to the place that they think might have been the upper room. We don't know for sure. Okay. Uh, they, don't, they don't really know for sure if it even exists anymore. They know probably close to where the area is, and people guess, but that one they do not know for sure. So, yeah. good question. Alright, so as Jason reads, I want you to also just Keep in mind, is there anything as you're reading this that just sort of strikes you about what you hear Jesus praying for? That maybe you hadn't thought about before, or it's like, wow, I forgot that he did that. But just anything that you that sort of sticks out as we read it. So, the word of the Lord, Jason.
10: When Jesus had spoken these words, he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that the Son may glorify you since you have given him authority over all flesh to give eternal life to whom you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ you have sent. I glorify you on earth, having accomplished the work that you you gave me to do. For I have given them the words that you gave me, and they have received them. I have come to know in truth that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I am praying for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. All mine are yours and yours are mine, and I am glorified in them. And I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world. And I am coming to you. Holy Father, keep them in your name, which you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. While I was with them, I kept them in your name, which you have given me. I have guarded them, and not one of them has been lost except the son of destruction, that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world And for their sake, I consecrate myself, that they also may be sanctified in truth. I do not ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given them, that they may be one even as we are one. I in them and you in me, that they may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that you sent me, and love them even as you love me. Father, I desire that they also, whom you have given me, may be with me where I am, to see my glory, that you have given me because you love me before the foundation of the world. O oh, righteous Father, even though the world does not know you, I know you, and these know you, Excuse me. And these know that you have sent me. I may known to them your name, and I will continue to make it known that the love with which you have loved me may be in them, and I in them.
0: Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, <laughs> Lost lot there. <laughs> <laughs> -mm. All right. So, anything that you heard there that, like, goes
9: it strikes me as being the example. His relationship with God is an example of the relationship we can have with God. Excellent.
8: Yes.
3: I um, am five, and now the Father glorified. Me in your own presence, with the glory that I have had with you before the world existed.
0: Yeah, what? Um,
2: Been there since day one.
3: What
0: what strikes you? Hold on. one. if you look at
3: um, 8.58, (laughs) it says, Jesus said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was up was, I, was, I, am. Yeah. Um, I actually need need some explanation on that. And then one more is, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. So when he's saying, he's saying this in 5, that I had with you before the world existed, I actually need some... I, I, that's a, I, have, I have a question about that. And, no, I, no. and I don't understand. I understand the biblical hierarchy of Abraham, but I don't understand what he's saying when he says he's before... G, before when the world started and he's there before mm-hmm. Abraham. I just wanted to know if somebody could help me with that.
11: Um, notice how he says, and there was I am... -hmm. Right. Particular. If you go back in the Old Testament, when during the burning bush, God's speaking to Abraham, God replied, you know, Abraham's like, basically like, who are you? And Abraham, and God's like, I am. So it's Jesus' way of saying, I am God. Mm -hmm. Because in the Old Testament, God said, I am, and Jesus is now calling back to that saying, I am. Because, like, grammatically, it doesn't make much sense to say, and there was I am, right? It's actually a name he's giving himself.
3: Mm-hmm. So is he giving a, so my, a great I guess what I I'm saying, is he becoming, is Jesus now, in that sentence, giving kind of a, a dual, <laughs> uh, a dual personality, or is he actually saying? He's reaffirming his Godhead. Is he reaffirming that he is God? Yes. yes. Okay, that's the yes. question. I'm yeah. okay, he I is agree. actually stating
0: he is God yeah. here. I mean, yeah. I think that that's the, that's what a lot of people will say, and in one sense, well, the, a lot of non-Christians will argue and say, well, Jesus never said he's God. Okay. Mm-hmm. The problem with that statement is that they don't really know how to look and see that Jesus, so many places, says exactly that. So he doesn't use our language, I am God. He uses language that's even more powerful to the people hearing him, the Jews, which goes on to what Robert just said, which is every time he says, I am, He's. it's almost even, not just that I am God, but I am, I'm Yahweh. I, Yahweh exactly.
3: And me are the same. He even That's, says, yeah. I and the Father are one. Are one. Right. Exactly. So, so, so yeah. when he says truly, truly, he's, he is saying that, I, that all the people that ridiculed him um, and all the people that were saying, are you the Messiah, he actually is now stating that he is God. Is that what, I, am I saying that right?
0: Absolutely. 100 yes.
2: that, yes, That's wild. Yeah, I
3: know. That's, it is that's wild, really man, wild. That's really wild. That's like, he's not at the right hand at that time in the beginning of the world. Wars, he's in God, I guess. People, well, yeah. I, don't God.
2: Think, I don't think he was here when we had that discussion of the Holy Spirit, you Jesus. Mean, James, but... Jesus,
0: God wasn't here?
2: Ken wasn't here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we had that whole Holy Spirit, yeah. Jesus God, right. Trinity, Trinity
11: thing. Yeah. The, yeah. 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 Yeah, people yeah. people get confused because I I had a thought about this a couple days ago about the Trinity and I what we said on that like Bible study back then, I don't think you were here, but we the way it was explained or the way I explained it, because I, I have to do this all the time with a lot of Muslims because they don't quite get it. They'll say, oh, well, ribble me this. Is 1 plus 1 plus 1 equal 1? Like, trying to, like, stump me.
8: Mm-hmm.
11: What people need to understand, like, you have a car, right? Like a sedan. You got an engine, wheels, and a frame. And these three things make up one car. So it's the same thing with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. These three things com- are composed into one God. And it's like, if you want to go even one step further, you know, if you go into Genesis, humans are created in his image, right? Everyone knows that human beings are social animals. You take a human and isolate him, and it's it's insane what he'll become. And so how can we be made in God's image if God isn't isolated, if he's just this monotheistic God where it's just one, right? If he's not social... He's not, you know what I'm saying? Which is
8: love.
0: Which right. is why right. love, we well, say that, that's why the Muslims, that's, that's a good point. That's where the problem is, like, with the belief in Allah, is there is no Trinity. If there's no Trinity, and this is why Allah, their God, is so mean and, like, vengeful. I mean, He is not a God of love. Okay? Because He is this, and He doesn't exist. <laughs> he is this God to them, it's like this God up in the sky that brings this judgment down. There's no love with that because there's no what he's getting at is our God is created in his essence as love, and no way you can have love is if you have more I'll than one to love, but you still have to be
3: one, and that's the whole mystery of the Trinity. Right. So, so a lot, lot of yeah. But see, I think what I'm what I'm getting at is I think that maybe not just me, but a lot of people believe that that. I think I read it a couple, I don't know if it was Richard Rohr or some book I was reading that God was just too powerful and too busy so he sent his, his son down, you know, to sacrifice for our sins. So when I think of, I guess when I read that what, what, what is kind of mixing me up a little bit is if he's sending his son down, I, I assume that not just me, but a lot of people believe that Jesus was created for that person, that part, and when he says this, it throws me off. Yeah. Does that make sense? Well, it does, but that's what... It, yeah. Hold on, let me let Jason he's the, wanting to say something, so I'll let
0: him... The, um, yeah. in, in that um,
10: use of the word world, the Hebrew of that is not the earth. It is the entire cosmos. It is the universe. So that takes it a step further. So what he's saying right there is the, the, like what you're going at right now. He was there from the beginning. Yeah. He was be, that's why he's begotten and not created, right? He was with the Father, always existed. He was with the, with the, the Spirit. The three of them were the one. To Even he's communicating directly with the Father here as a separate entity, right? But he's clarifying. Who he was and what that relationship was from before there was creation.
0: And I think I think what's really good about John is what <coughs> we're reading these type of things you just brought out. This is a lot of people people will argue. Well, it doesn't say Trinity anywhere in the Bible. Okay. Well, no, it doesn't. But the Trinity is being revealed right here. So so much of what we're reading in John is actually the unfolding of this trinity of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And if that's in 14 through 17, that's one place you can look and go, you have the Father, you have the Son, you have the Holy Spirit. All three. And you see how they're talked about, and they're all talked about as, if there's a Holy Spirit, there's Jesus, there's a Father, but they're one. And you just hear that oneness language constantly quoted. And then I would, I, I would be cautious with certain people, and I would just be very blunt. Richard War is one of them. Richard War is one who has gone off and I'm going to use the word heresy because I will use that word because he has written this book called The Universal Christ. And mm-hmm. he has basically taken and said that Jesus and the, and Christ are two separate things. And so he's like taken the
3: yeah, what the Bible actually that's
0: says. That's what I'm talking about. He is, said he was too busy. Yeah, that's what he He said he was too busy. Me. That's what throws me yeah. off. And that's why I just would yeah. just say, be careful about who you read. Is he the wild at heart, heart, heart guy? No, he's not the <laughs> no, wild at <laughs> <world guy. laughs> no, no. <laughs> heart guy. but, but, but yeah.
2: in Genesis one, one and two, it says, "In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth." Okay, God created the heavens and the earth. And then in two, it says, "The earth was without form and void." And darkness was over the face of the deep.
1: And, and the, the spirit, spirit over the of water. God
2: yeah. was hovering over the face of the waters. So right there in Genesis 1 and 2, it tells you God and spirit are active and at work and present.
11: Yeah. Um, so. Just really fast, because I had this in my head from a while ago when you said that God was too busy. And that's why he had to send down. The reason why that was a red flag in my ears, you have to understand, words are spells. You have to be very careful with how you present these things. That's kind of why I personally don't read third party books because it, I mean, look, it doesn't say anywhere in the Bible that he was too busy for anything. That's just theory, right? It's sort of like, um, I was out soul winning and there was this new age spiritualist guy which is kind of a newer religion, you know? And, yeah, you know, I was like, you know, trying to bring him to Christ, and he goes, you know, he, he's thinking, oh, I can get this guy, easy. So you say that Satan was God's strongest angel, right? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, so I think what happened was Satan created the Bible, and he predicts exactly where he's going to go, and blah, blah, and therefore you're following the wrong path. I go, Dude, back to what we said last week. Parables. Why did Jesus have to speak in parables? Because he couldn't reveal his plans to Satan, right? So that whole theory falls flat on its face. But why was that theory even presented in the first place? Because it was theory that he brought up. So with this sort of kind of stuff, you have to be very careful with who you're listening to. You have to be able to discern what is theory and what is the word? Because if you're spending too much time on theory, it's going to confuse you
6: so Why did badly. Yahweh not give the full story to Adam and Eve, though? It wasn't about hiding anything from anybody. It was because we just need to abide. Yeah. It's not always because it's something about a and
0: being, any being. Right? And we don't have the full knowledge. So, I mean, this is good. Your question is, well, is, and, yeah, is really, well, and it's also the essence that's why I bring up like Richard, it's the essence of saying, and so yeah. really be no, seeking get, you're to that. ask the questions you're asking, that. him because these are the questions, this, these are the right questions to be asking, because it is what differentiates in our world who is the real God. Who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and the Mormons, for example, we talk about Allah, just believing there's one God, there's no three. The Mormons actually believe that God was created by man. But no, but they and you won't their belief is that the is is I mean, literally, man existed first and man created God and that's how the Borman religion works. So knowing this is really key, these types of things of knowing like this is who our God is goes to what um what Tom said about the mind of Christ.
3: This is how we know the mind of God is by is So oh, a really good. Question. Okay. So well, I don't want to say I don't want to stay on on five because we don't I keep pushing this too much. But I do want to say this last thing. Thank you for explaining that to me. But I still now it brings up the question. So why didn't Jesus just tell all of the uh, the Jews and the hierarchy there that he was God? Yeah. Why was why was you he? Just always, yeah. Why was it always just yeah. like? Is, yeah. Are you the Messiah? Are you the one that that God sent? Why didn't he just tell him, I'm, he said, see, I, remember I remember many times he answered and said that I am the father, the father's in me. Yes, of yes. course. But he says, because you'll know later, because, the you know, the, but he always spoke in terms of like, he's beneath him. He never said, I don't remember too many times. I said, I'm the father. I remember that part, but I don't remember. He always kind of made it sound like more he was there as, as, as. As the Son of God. And part of this
0: is our language of understanding what the Jews understood. And so, Jesus, this is what makes, this is why the Jews crucified him. This is why the leaders crucified him. Because they were expecting a Messiah. They were not expecting a Messiah who was God. Alright? So they were expecting a Savior. Jesus comes in and doesn't just say I'm the Messiah and I'm the Christ. He comes in and actually says I am God to them. Oh, okay. He, he equates it. himself as he was. Robert's equal. He equates himself and says I am, God. <laughs> I am God. I am this close to <laughs> the Father. That Father makes and I are That white. makes sense now. Yeah. The Jews are going, you, like, they're freaking out. Blast, I mean, yeah. they're Blast, looking and yeah. going, he's a heretic, right? I mean, yeah. That's what I think was used. So yeah. anyway, very good question. So anyway.
9: To, I see it as ultimate compassion for his people mm-hmm. that he himself came. Oh yeah. I mean but, that's it's a lot of compassion that God would bother to come to become one of us, reestablish the relationship. was just exactly well, I mean, When you
7: think about the ramifications of that, you think about us all, all sitting here, and if he hadn't, we would all be sitting here. We, 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 it, it, we would be lost. Here we are. um, I mean, these are all earthly uh, comparisons. I was thinking when when, uh, you quoted Richard Rohr as saying um, God was too busy, That, that doesn't equate because there is no time or space where God is. So there, there's nothing such thing as busyness. <laughs> right. Busyness is us. <laughs> yeah. Human. Yeah. yeah, human is a very human quality. It's not a God quality because he
2: doesn't live it. Can I add oh, yeah. something about these third party people that try to interpret the gospel and, and every other holy book that's ever been written? You know, they're all trying to make a name for themselves. They're all trying to make a living. And some of them go out on the fringe thinking that they can gather some of these people that are on the fringe, that are like-minded, and they can make some money off of them. But, you know...
7: Well, that's kind of a cynical point of view. It, it is a cynical, because I it actually grew same. up with
2: one very well-known <laughs> yeah. one who happened to be my father, and I saw it firsthand. <laughs> yeah. And I won't go into names. You can ask me later. You can ask me later who my dad was, and I know, him. I know exactly where he was coming from, and that's why I shine away from this New Age thought, these third-party people, and why I'm here, in you know, a legit Baptist Christian church studying the Bible, because I saw it firsthand. I
0: mean, it's how cults get started.
2: Of course, because 100%. How they yeah. wanted, they My dad was on them. Oprah as the, the spiritual leader of America, really? and I saw that, and I wanted to puke. So that's why I'm here.
7: How was your relationship with your father?
2: It was wonderful until it wasn't. Um, It was wonderful until I realized that he was bastardizing the gospel and that Jesus was the one true God. And I I grabbed onto that at a very young age. And so I would have to sit through his sermons. He'd have three sermons every Sunday. Huge church, bigger than Rick Warren's. And I wanted to puke the whole entire time because I knew that it was just it was all farcical. That I knew who the one true God was. Because he at a very young age, I looked at him in a picture and he spoke to me. And I was done it was done for me. I was sold. Yeah, so straight is well, the gate and narrow as the way.
11: Yeah. You know? Great. So Can other I, yes. I was just gonna say something just to kind of uh uh-huh. expand on what him was saying. About, you know, we've talked about this before about why he spoke in parables. I think this chapter kind of brings it all together in the sense that maybe he wasn't as direct, you know, adamant about saying he was God and all this. He he, he did, but there was a lot of parables and stuff. And I think it's because, and, and prior to this chapter, his apostles who are going to continue to spread the word weren't ready. So he needs, he's, he's almost like stalling in a, in a par, parabolic way, it's probably not the right way to, in a, in a, in a, it's speaking in parables because they're all just starting now, they get it. And it's, an, it's
6: important because of this chapter for the discipleship to stem from this time. That's why, that's yeah. why. Took. And you're, you're right on, you
0: weren't here last week, which is exactly what we talked about. In 16, Jesus says what you just said. I mean, he says, I have said these things to you in figures of speech, things he has said before, mm-hmm. okay? The hour is coming when I would no longer speak to you in figures of speech, but would tell you plainly about the Father. I think in our prayer, we're starting to see plainly about the Father. He's speaking pretty darn plainly now. Should he speak
5: to us? Yes, yes. Um, you guys know the difference, just to preface i going, you know the difference between first person and third person in English. First person is I. Second person to you. Third person's he or she. So I'm wondering if the first few verses the Holy Spirit is not speaking because the person changes. Father, I'm reading King James. Just the three verses. So what are we
0: reading? 17.1? 17.1.
5: One. Uh-huh. Father, the hour has come. Glorify thy son. He didn't say glorify me. First person. Glorify thy son. Third person that thy son, third person, may glorify thee. I'm thinking that the Mm. Holy Spirit is writing this. Mm. He, possibly. Hang on. As thou hast given him power over all flesh, him him meaning Jesus, that thou should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him, third person. It changes Mm. in the fourth verse. And this is life eternal that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ. He's talking about himself, and he's using his own name. Yeah. Whom thou hast sent. Now it changes to first person. So I'm just mm-hmm. wondering no, if
6: Jesus,
5: I'm just wondering if the Holy Spirit is speaking through that. Are you shaking your head in a way? No. Yes.
1: Okay. <laughs> yes. And
5: and before before I, before I lose the chair before I lose the chair... Let well, me have you guys very separate tonight. <laughs> I think I think this is a theme. But there's a lot of themes yeah. in this. No, chapter. This a really good topic. I love what you're saying. There's a lot I of themes does. in this
3: chapter. but One
5: is, because <laughs> no, I'm getting a concordance reference for, to chapter 6, verse 37 of John. And I'll read it to you. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me. And him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. So he's, re, he's re-saying that in... 17, and it's a theme, and it involves us, and that's beautiful, because a lot of it is just between God and Jesus, So we're going, okay, I'm trying to understand the relationship of God and Jesus, but that one is about us. God gave us to him, and that gets, makes us special and holy and privileged, and it's a something we can hang on to.
0: So adding to what Tom just said, because I, I love that because I didn't think in the terms of it, you just seen see yeah. the, the change here, is, and I didn't know this, I just read this today, so we mostly will use Jesus, when you see Jesus Christ, I think a lot of you know that that Jesus doesn't have a last name, Christ, okay? I mean, it's, it's really Jesus and a title Messiah, alright? So, when we say Jesus Christ... It's really Jesus the Messiah is usually how it's translated throughout Scripture, and that's that's what the the meaning is. But there's two places, and they're both in John, where there is the proper name of Jesus Christ. Only two places. One is what you just read. So here where it says the only true God and Jesus Christ in Greek that is actually a pronoun, speaking to your English, which you know better than I do, that is, is a, is his name, Jesus Christ, not just Jesus the Messiah. And it's in what I didn't know, I didn't know that, and I didn't know that in 117 is the other place in John that the same thing is used. I never do that. I always thought it was always like Jesus the Christ. But here in, in, um, John, two times Jesus is given the proper name, he's saying like Greg Soul, not saying that first and last, not sorry, but this is the name, Jesus Christ. Um, So it goes to the to the pronouns of the and the he's you
2: know yeah. Can I add something to Tom before Jason tears him a new one?
0: Um, <laughs> I'm <laughs> uh, is you're getting a good taste. Now. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. It's a lot of rain here. I'm just sarcastic. Yeah. Caleb's already <laughs> getting used to it. I'm more sarcastic
2: than him. The, the Holy Spirit, it's, a, it's an amazing find that you just uncovered because I know Jason's going to put us all in our place, but... <laughs> The point is, isn't the Holy Spirit the communicator?
0: Well, the Holy Spirit. I mean, in one sense, one se- the reason why this is written because we hear okay, earlier is Paul it's, is
2: writing it. No, right. John's writing it. I mean, it. John's inspired writing. Yeah. through the Holy yeah. Spirit yeah. Yeah. as right. to what was said. John's there. Right. Yeah.
0: The but Holy isn't
2: Spirit's there but right isn't the Holy Spirit the communicator between man and Jesus, well, man is and God? Well, a pretty good communicator. And, would that not be the same as Jesus in the physical form speaking to God, to the Spirit,
7: through the Spirit? Do you think good, that we yeah, that, that we might be overanalyzing the situation? hundred yeah, yeah. percent. Thanks for I a mean, good that conversation. That talk, yeah. yeah, <laughs> seven, seven, I five think, five. though,
0: but, but good. I will say, good. 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 I, yeah, I, I, will, I, I will say, though, This is the type of stuff that is good, because when you see things like what Tom's showing, you're seeing some nuances here in the writing. It can help you understand it better. So in some ways I say yes, Mm -hmm. in some ways I say no. I mean, I think that we were just sticking stuck here, maybe. But these are good little things. I mean, remember, Jesus says, I mean, every word dot, every iota, this is the Word of God. The more we seep ourselves into studying it, the more God reveals Himself, I mean, I just saw something I never saw before. Of okay, but I, I
5: agree with, with on that. Can be I mean, too much. Just, right. just yeah, we're going off on a rabbit trail that's really not that important. Really? And that's why I ended my little yep. spiel with accentuating verse two, which I think is thematic for this chapter and is really important. That He gives eternal life to as many as Thou has given to Him. Yeah. That's huge, yeah. and that's about us and that's not a rabbit trail. Yeah, that's good.
7: Well, and and, and just that statement alone in itself is enough. Mm-hmm. That's right. We don't need to analyze it. God God gave us to Christ.
10: Well, it is important right. to analyze it though because what what you what you came across there is super big and not by mistake. And that's Christ speaking that way on purpose for us to hopefully notice it. So, it's not the Holy Spirit. It's Jesus Christ talking openly for his disciples to hear in an open prayer. Isaiah speaks the same way. God speaks through him. And it speaks to the past, the present, the future, the first, the second, the third, okay? All moving in unison with one another. So that is for us to grasp. We are supposed to see that. And where the Holy Spirit comes into this deal is when he talks about sanctification through the Word. He has to consecrate himself in his death in order for the Spirit to move through us and sanctify us. Every time we pick up this book, every time we read the Word, we are being sanctified. That is a holy ceremony. And who does that? Well, Jesus Christ does it, but the, the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit is the right. one that has been put within us in order for that to be occurring. <clears throat> yeah. So, but what you caught on there, though, was, was cool. But it, it was not separate. Right? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that was cool. Yeah.
0: So I'll, and was I'll, awesome. I'll, I'll put Love this, it. I'll put this to rest. And I'm Thank you. With, with some, um, <laughs> a little bit of facetiousness, too. Because where is the Holy
7: Spirit at this point? Right here yes, at the
0: no, no. I'm saying, where is oh, the Holy Spirit at the time that Jesus is praying this? He's
9: still Hold on, hold he isn't there yet, is he? Hold he's
0: Jesus. Oh, he's still up. No, where is the Holy Spirit? He's on the earth. He's not here yet. He's still moving. He's with God. He's with Jesus. When Jesus answers. was baptized, the Holy Spirit did something different than it's done to anybody else in it all of Scripture. Jesus. It didn't just come upon Him; it remained in, in
7: Him. him. Mm-hmm.
0: The Spirit of God is—I mean, this mm-hmm. is where we get to the Trinity. It's all—we get we, a little bit to what also, We can all get a little nitty-gritty. Ultimately, Father, Son, Holy Spirit are one, but they are separate. Mm-hmm. But so, anyways, Eric. I think one what of was
9: the things—if things, I remember this correctly—and I'll defer to you. At the Inquisition, they asked him specifically, Are you God? And his answer was, I am who you say, say I am. I am.
5: <laughs> I am.
9: So how's that figure in?
5: I am.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Well, we talked
9: about declaring himself God to the world. That's He did it in humility. And the power of his coming was because he came in humility rather than power and strength. That the world understood, and that's huge. I think.
0: Yeah. Um, well, let me. I want to see if anybody else. I got you
1: two. Right. Yeah, One question. You said the spirit was here before he ascended, and we talked about it a couple weeks ago that he spent forty days on earth, and he ascended, and the spirit came down. But
9: that's that, right. So he took the, the spirit sp- with him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. See, did you just? Okay. Just got that, yep. Okay. So
7: <laughs>
1: I
0: don't
7: think that's true. I think yeah. that he, he, he when he went up, he left the Holy Spirit here for us. He says that. Yeah. Well, the, I will I mean, send maybe you, that's just sending you, you with another.
1: What? I was send, send you it. a helper. He
0: hadn't sent it, okay. which is ultimately sent. He's still inside.
3: That's a cost. Yeah.
1: But I'm sure he's going to use That's right. That's right.
3: That was at the forty days. The, yeah, uh, that was 50, uh, 50, the, the fifty fifth day we talked right, about last right, time.
2: Can okay. I change the subject for one second? I got a question about He says in twelve um while I was with them I in kept 12, oh, uh, yeah yeah, seventeen, 17, 12, 12, uh, 12, while them, 17 12, twelve. While I was with them I kept them in your name, which you have given me. I have guarded them and not one of them has been lost except the son mm-hmm. of discrups, dis- right. destruction that the scripture might be fulfilled. Yes. Is he talking about Judas? Yes, yes. 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 yes he is. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: yeah. I was just going to end with this with
1: seven and five. He is the word. With, I'm sorry. He used the word manifest
0: in that too. Yeah, he does. So the word, it was interesting to pick up that word manifest because when I read that, you know, there's a new ageing meaning that word, but that's not what it means here. So the word "manifest," which is used often through the New Testament, means something that is revealed. So the fact that he is unfolding, he's revealing. That's what the word "manifest" means—to reveal something, to make known something. So
1: it doesn't what it means to me, but yeah, maybe that's what the whoever translated into that. Yeah, yeah, that's it, that's what the Greek
0: word is actually to reveal, <laughs> yeah. and it gets translated here manifest. Which As you is, go around the anybody
1: about what Yeah, I, I know it the. That's that.
0: why I say the word today in ours, it, it
1: doesn't have um. Yeah. A I hear people
0: all the time saying like something you conjure up, but that's no. not the meaning here. So Does I like receive manifestations
1: manifestations
0: something.
4: I received like twenty-seven. Growth. Mm-hmm. 27 verse yeah. 20 of Lately of Powers, I think it's going to help him because uh-huh. a, prodig- a lot of people want to say, you're the devil or you're Satan or you're this or that, and they're, or even, you know, to, to destroy uh, somebody for the destruction of their flesh, cast them into Satan. You know, it's not yeah. so easily done. And, uh, anyways, but 27 verse 20 might be a help for you. It says, death and hell are never, uh, dis- del- death and destruction are never full, neither the eyes of man are never satisfied. You know, so may that be a blessing for you. Okay. Um, did you? Yeah. This is a new.
5: Sub- sure, we're, we're all. We're all like, um, yeah, this is good. Gonna, we're so far before guys, we started. So, you know, yeah. this is, this this is was, this as was, you you gave an introduction before Jason read that was you know good that in the sense you guys realize you're saying how big this is. We are yeah. now eavesdropping on Jesus praying to God. How they interact, what their relationship is, how close they are, how how, here's interesting, how distant they are. Mm-hmm. Because, the, Father, the hour's come. All through Scripture, my hour has not yet come. <laughs> so now he's saying, Whoa, thou, my hour's come. yeah And what's he say first? Glorify thy son. He's petitioning God to glorify him.
0: And, and what Wasn't is, that the
5: plan? Didn't God know he's going to do that? What's Jesus praying for that for? Is he worried that he's not going to get glorified? Because it's part of his plan. He's declaring. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, this I is just... like this is the this is the main request out of this chapter. Uh-huh. Glorify this son. But it goes on. It says, "Glorify your son, that the son might glorify you." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as long as Christ gets glorified, glorified, God will also be glorified. But, but it's also God. about free will.
8: Yeah. Jesus yeah. has
2: to sure. declare these things because of his free will, because he's made manifest. That's good. Honor.
8: Mm-hmm. So done, it's
2: a reciprocation right. of our free will to be with God for Him to be with us willingly and wantingly.
0: And you're getting the tension here because we can realize now we are there. Yeah,
10: we're at the cross.
5: We're, we're having at a, good at a good conversation, face. but I'm looking at Jason's face.
10: All right No, I'm totally. <laughs> <confused>. <laughs> no, are, are
5: you disagreeing? No,
10: not at all. Okay.
5: Uh huh. So, so we are. I mean, I don't want to be a reticard. Jesus
0: praying this, literally, if you think about it, the prayer gets answered in 24 hours. In 24 hours, he'll be at the cross. Right? Or less. So, But also,
5: between this statement and the cross, he's in the garden and he's sweating blood. That's right. Exactly. And he's
6: scared and worried. Why would he say it out to creation, too? He's declaring it.
5: He's not in his head.
6: He's saying it out loud. So
5: -hmm. so the conclusion, my little conclusion is, that Jesus is very human. Very human. Mm-hmm. And and like you said, it's it's a it's a question of free will. You think, oh, this is all written, it's dialed in, and it's going to happen. But the tension in Jesus shows that, you know, this might not have gone down the way... That's right. There was a choice. There was something really going on. And you look the, at Gideon. Yeah.
2: You know, God declared himself so many times to Gideon, and Gideon's like... Ah,
0: I which goes can't back it. again to your answer. Remember that mm-hmm. the answer is... Jesus is the only being that's existed that's fully human and fully God. And you're seeing that here. You're seeing in your statement that he's fully God. You're seeing what he's talking about here, the fully human. You're seeing these working like in,
3: in, interchangeably, intercept, inseparably, together. He's both. Okay, explain this one to me then, Hebrews 7.3. He is without father or mother for genealogy, mm-hmm. having neither beginning of the days nor end of life, but resembling the Son of God, he continues a priest forever. So they're talking about Melchizedek Milchized- Yeah, Is this
0: Melchizedek they're talking
3: about? Yeah, in Hebrews seven three. What, but now... does it say
0: Melchizedek there?
3: Is that what I uh, that No, what that you... was that was given to me uh because of seven five to read that. Scripture, but yeah, uh, Jesus' existence.
0: You got one other the context of that. what is the Hebrews what?
3: Seven three. I was trying to. Yeah, understand. it's
0: Melchizedek. Okay. Yeah. So without getting that's gonna that would take us down a rabbit trail. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, Melchaz, Melchizedek is a like pre pre Christ Christ. Yeah, pre Christ figure. We don't really okay, know. Okay, so that has nothing, nothing to do with this. it. I mean, it does, but it gets really, I don't want to waste it gets time. really, you want, to get, you want to drive him crazy with getting yeah, down the I thought that had, that associated <laughs> with 7.5, I thought
3: we were in still talking about the Son of God still, being, okay, I got a little confused. Yeah, right. and guess they there a Melchizedek, but it just
7: gets really complicated, so, Eric. Uh, also, yeah. because <laughs> anything about Melchizedek, Melchizedek is speculation, for the most part. Yeah, there's not
0: very much, because they're, because have talked about much in Scripture, to say the least. Yeah, so, what do you gonna
9: The human aspect of God, for me, is when he prays, if it be in your will, may this cup be taken from me, and I don't have to go through with this. So that's the human that's part. That's
2: right, exactly. <coughs> you know, the doubt that Christ is going through, can I just refer to you for a second? Like, you're getting ready to go to battle, Eric. You know, you're getting ready to launch off the the deck of that boat, that ship. Mm. You know your mission. You know you're going to succeed. But maybe there's a little seed of doubt. And so you say that prayer. (laughs) (laughs) I don't see this as any difference with Jesus talking to God. There's a, He's human. There's always going to be a seed of doubt in every one of our minds. But we have a mission. We know what it is. And as far as we're concerned, we're going to accomplish it. You know?
1: One, I just, one comment, one comment mm-hmm. about that. Jesus lived on earth for what, 33 years. Yes. Right? Uh huh. He was in a human form, living among humans. Correct. He knew at 33 years this was going to happen. Yes. So, leading up to that, how can you not be apprehensive? It, right? right? This right. is exactly. a
2: crowning blow. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And he could have chosen not to do it. Well, he, he could have
9: chosen him. not to fulfill scripture. Yes. So the very fact that he did is his. Recognition of how he, much he loves us. Yeah. Yes.
0: I mean, the reason why the cross affected salvation for all of us is because he did have that choice. <laughs> exactly.
9: 100%. Um, a childlike faith. submission. Yeah. Is, yes, yes, it was all about submission. Faith.
0: Alright, how about anybody else who hasn't saved uh, anything? Anybody... It's
7: now turn to talk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's been sitting there. Real
9: yeah, let's hear the legal analysis of what we just said. <laughs> but anybody who hasn't really
0: said anything, Caleb, Jordan, anybody, I mean, Bruce. you don't have to, so I'm just saying, anybody who wants to.
5: Bruce,
0: speak. And we promise, know, when you're here for the first time, no one beats up on you. but... I don't you know, I'll, I'll, I'll
6: say something, I'm, yes. letting, I'm letting everybody go through.
0: Alright. I think we're, I think we're through.
6: <laughs> Alright, so like my my first thing, like back like 20 minutes when
9: <laughs> 20 minutes ago, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just gonna throw
6: us down the rabbit hole. Um, when we were talking about like free will and like how the Jews took another to cross, like it was. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it was because they expected like a warrior Messiah to come save them. Absolutely. And it w- it wasn't like they weren't looking for a God of peace. They were looking for the God of the Old Testament that was, you know more aggressive, like, you know, the yeah. God that Moses was listening to, and they were looking for complete acts, like, are you going to part the Red Sea? Where's, like, a big boom that's going to happen? And when Jesus came preaching love and acceptance and gathering his disciples, wasn't that kind of their biggest...
8: Letdown.
6: That was the biggest <laughs> letdown, it was like, oh, you're just trying to make people happy? You're just trying to, you know, be one with God and fulfill yeah. all this scripture, and then you know, you're, which is, you're not going to kill all these Romans for us?
0: Like, which is why they all got the excuse the language, they got, all got the hell out of there when they saw Jesus going to the cross. Yeah. Because they're all like, and that's the biggest, and that goes back to what we talked about Satan too, the, the biggest, that's why it's a scandal of all scandals, that the Messiah, who is going to be glorified with the Father, is the very one, the way that glorification happens, is through the most worst, heinous way of dying, which is on a cross. So, the Messiah would never die on a cross. You know, so it goes to what you said. It's like, they were not expecting... Jesus was not what they expected. And I don't think they... No one knew that until he rose from the dead. And they, then they slowly started trying to figure that out. I mean, even when he was gone from the grave, it took women to have to go tell men who were all afraid, sitting scared, inside of yeah. a room, locked inside of a room, oh my gosh, everybody come get us! Let's go down And to the, the women have to be the ones that Jesus says, "Would you go tell those men? I'm here, I prison, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Uh, I think it was the highest point of where Jesus gave to women us over us. <laughs> um, because it was like, we were all just scared to death in the room going, They're come down. but anyway... Those good, good point. Anything yeah, else you want to awesome. add to that? Did like you? That. No, no. I was thinking about it for 20 minutes. So. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys were in the middle of your thing. And I was like, ooh. We seven, five, I right. was having fun watching it. That was great. All right. Nice. Anybody else who hasn't said anything? <laughs> All right, Jesus. <geez.
3: laughs> Peace.
10: And this is eternal life. That doesn't just make you drop whatever you're holding, yeah, then it yeah. should. Okay, here's Jesus Christ telling us precisely, exactly, what eternal life is.
0: And what is eternal life? But you guys all look at this because you all just look at it because this is this is the gospel. This is like the whole Bible in one sentence.
10: That they what? this is, this is the gospel. This is it. Yes. That they know you. Uh-huh. So I'm going to come back to this this part. The only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Not just Jesus Christ, but whom you have sent. Okay. So and boom, there it is. There's eternal life. That's all you got to do, guys. We're good, right? But think about that. And he repeats. That over and over and over and over, through this, that's all. That's all his prayer is. That's all our prayer should be. That, it's just that simple. Speaking of uncomplicated, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, what I find fascinating, if I'm noticing all through the book of John in particular, it's all about expressing Jesus' divinity, Right? Except there's all this subtle language in there that gets thrown in. Now, we're talking about this is eternal life, that they know you, one, the only true God, two, and Jesus Christ, whom hmm. you have sent, three. There's three things in there. One of those things in the center is the only true God.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is what we've been talking about here some. It.
10: Well, yeah, but what does that mean, okay? Why, why isolate that? Why bring that out? the only true God. And this is something that I think is so huge in us understanding the world as it stands now. And something that I think the Jews were a a lot more aware of because of history, but I think they'd begun at that point to really forget. That's why throughout the ancient, remembering the things of old, right? Who are these other gods? It always used to plug me when when God would say the only true God. It's like, what, is this as if there's other ones? Right? What are you talking about? Well, the kings put other false gods before them.
4: You know,
9: Baal and all of that. Where
10: did all that come from?
9: Yeah. From man. We'll
4: we'll go
0: down, we'll definitely go down rabbit trail with (laughs) that one. No,
10: it's not a rabbit trail. Because it defines
0: history. Right. We talked about that. We had those discussions as to who all the other
4: gods
10: are. But it's humongous. Yeah. Eternal life requires us to understand that. Yeah. Right? And that's why we're in the mess we're in, because all of a sudden it's like, whoa, make up your own reality. It's, hold on, because we're not looking at what true history is. Amen. Who were these false gods? Okay? And why is it so critical for us to know that, to be able to understand eternal life? Right?
4: You know, there's a guy right now that uh, I was watching... Uh, beyond, and uh, his name is uh, Jonathan Cain, I think, he's a rabbi Jew, a Christian, and he just came out with a book called The Return of the Gods, and it's just all the gods that hmm. were then are coming back now.
10: Of course they are. Well, they never disappeared. They <laughs> they, 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 they're just getting in a platform. full, full force. Yes, yeah. precisely, which again... It's critical for us to understand where we are in time on that timeline. Is this the heavenly yeah. council? Yeah. Well, at yeah.
0: heart, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um,
10: and, and well, anyway, and just this whole—the yeah. whole idea of what, what really understanding what, what what eternal life is, and why is it so focused on that you sent me—I didn't just decide on my own. You sent me. And
0: then, what is Jesus going to do for us? He's going to send us. Yes. So there's that. Precisely. Pattern that I think, I don't know if David, or who who was it, picked up the pattern? Who picked up the pattern? He did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: father to son to us to others. Mm-hmm. I mean, we carried on that pattern and
5: mm-hmm. exactly what he talks about here.
1: Mm-hmm. So great.
5: Um, um, yeah. Uh, uh, are we going to do 17 some more? next week? Or have we covered it? I
10: hope so. No. It
5: seems like we've covered uh, about six verses. I I figured we'd
0: do more than one week to 17. The, the, uh, there's a lot little, in there. Yeah, we actually have only covered the first part. So, yeah, Caleb. I, so is it uh, like, that's how you get eternal life? Or is
5: that eternal life? That is eternal, uh, life. Yeah, that's that's eternal, eternal life. And See, that's a really cool, interesting question. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the, the power the of the Word. That is eternal life. As humans, we go, no, it, yeah, yeah, that doesn't factor. But there's something very spiritual going on there. There's a great power
8: there. And I
5: think it gets to, so Jason brought it out here, but it,
0: I love it when the gospel, we always say the word gospel, when you can find in scripture different places where like the one sentence you get the essence of it. This is like one of those sentences where you go, What's the the main thing? What's the main thing? You know, as I do this feature, what's the main thing? The main thing is this. This one sentence is like the main thing. Eternal, and notice how eternal life is not something I get later. Eternal life is something that I have Now. 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 And that eternal life is not about just a bunch of head knowledge about something. That eternal life is about personally, that word no there is a personal knowing of the living God. It's a personal Perfect. relationship. I get to the Perfect. thing of why yes. do we pray? Yes, we right. pray to be in a personal relationship with the living Christ. That is eternal life. When you're in that relationship, you you don't have to wait for eternal life. <laughs> eternal life is now. Um, and a lot of people think, oh, well, I'll wait till I get to heaven. No, it's now that we have that gift of that. Yeah, great, very, very good question. Yeah.
9: One thing I struggle with is there's a false God that lives inside of me. That's called pride. And that has to be defeated in order for me to have a real true relationship with him. Because pride sets me up where I don't need him. That's the enemy. And that's the false god that I need to defeat in my life. And how often do you have to defeat that? Every day. Amen to that.
5: Good job. Good, good discussion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can I? Yes. Kind of an overview. Um, uh, it was occurring to me, I don't know, about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> 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 uh... Now you definitely are a member of this group. Yeah, that was good. You just to, <laughs> that, was good. that
0: was your initiation right
5: there. If, if mankind
9: wasn't...
5: If mankind didn't exist, or and more specific, if mankind wasn't sinful and lost, yeah. this conversation would never have happened. Mm-hmm. Jesus and the Lord and the Holy Spirit would be a threesome. that would be kumbaya. They wouldn't have any disagreements, no tension, no worries. We are the ones that set this up this this prayer this I'm for lack of a better word you know there's a just tension is there a dispute going on between God and Jesus Mm -hmm. no but there there is Jesus isn't sure he's reminding God of this the contract they have and who we are and him and all that but it's I'm just saying, I'm just saying, uh, eternal existence has to, saying. has to have man plugged into it you for to have this model, to have this going the on. There'd be no plot without us. Yeah. Be he not was good. in
1: front of the disciples Pardon? offering this prayer. And it was more speaking to God, but also speaking to disciples. Yes, that's and God I glorified am. him. Mm-hmm. I want to glorify you. I don't think he had a
10: doubt. He was apprehensive? Yes. Because his plan was coming to conclusions. Could something go wrong? Yeah. He, he says in here, he uses past tense to describe what is his own crucifixion.
1: Gloufies.
10: It's, it's, it's He uses past tense yeah. over and over in this. It's already done. When I was with them, as if he's not anymore.
9: Yeah, he says I'm no longer in the world.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah. Good, good pick up. So I like, He was doing it like no oh, good.
9: All right. But to Tom's oh. point, he really was worried about it. I mean, I've been under stress, and I've been under a lot of pain. But I've never sweat blood. <laughs> to do that, you really have to. Keep Focused on what's happening, where you're going, and what consequences could it take. That's a, good, that's a good point. That's a very good
0: point. Yeah. All right. Well, let us I want to close. Ken, thank you for bringing the. Um, it looks like people enjoyed it. Um, and the fish was thank good. Thank you for bringing the yeah. chocolate bars. Here. The cigars. Cigars. Um, thank you, Eric. Celebrate. fish. Yeah. And Brad, good to have you, you back. To back. Jordan, great having you here. Brian. Great having you back, Robert. Appreciate you guys all being here. Um, so why don't we, since we're talking about prayer, why don't we, a good opportunity to close with the Lord's Prayer. Um, and then this week, I think going to what Tom just said, I think we definitely want to stay in 17 a little longer because we got through, I think, the first five verses. Um, we'll go through some more. Um, so we, if you get a chance this week, read that prayer. I think one of the things, too, even think as you're reading the, reading this prayer I get convicted and look at my prayer life and go, I don't pray like this. Maybe I need to be praying things I'm not praying too. Um, as you see what Jesus is praying with the Father. Um, so, alright, let's all do the Lord's Prayer together. Yes, David. With,
1: with these kind of conversations, you're gonna to have to have some budget relief to come here <laughs> I, I don't have
0: to go fishing more. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> okay. more alright, let's do the, let's do the
0: Lord's Prayer.